Shalom Aleichem, welcome back to everybody. I'd like to touch upon a topic that's not as well known and something that is a bit of a painful topic in the Gullus, and that's I found in the writings both of Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky as well as Rabbi Salvechuk, who both note that although in America, Chutzlaretz, in the diaspora, we keep Shabbos, and Baruch Hashem, we're doing quite good at that, However, the halachas of Erev Shabbos we don't keep. Meaning, the Jew keeps the halachas of Shabbos exactly what he or she is supposed to do. But how many of us really follow the halacha in Shulchan Aruch about what we are supposed to do and not supposed to do Erev Shabbos? If you look in the early simanim in Archaim, Hilcho Shabbos, the simanim in the Reish Mims and the Reish Nuns, you'll see there's a plethora of halachas of Erev Shabbos. And if you often, and especially in the winter Fridays, as we enter the months November, December, January, Shabbos comes in 4.30, 5 o'clock and so, we barely get home in time, barely jump in and out of their shower in time, barely make it to Kabbalah Shabbos in time, and when we do, either we're falling asleep or our head is somewhere else. And just like anything important requires preparation, whether it's a meeting, whether it's anything of significance, we come early, we arrive early, we're prepared properly, we're established, we're set up, and indeed that is the purpose and the point of Kabbalah Shabbos. However, there are other halachas as well, and those are the halachas of Wav Erev Shabbos. I'd like to share with you just a few of those and one specific one, and that is the halacha not to do work on Erev Shabbos. And that is what the Gemara says of Mishnah Mesachas Pesach and Dafnun, Paskin and Shalachan Aruch, Arachayim, Simen Reishna and Aleph, Ha'osam Lacha Be'Erev Shabbos, Minim Mincha V'Lamala, Ainurah Simen Bracha. Somebody that does work on Erev Shabbos from Mincha and onward will not see any blessing in that work. Then the Mechaber quotes Machlokus Rishonim. Which Mincha is this referring to? Mechaber says, Yesh Mufarash and Mincha Gedola. There are those that say this is a reference to Mincha Gedola, six and a half hours after the day, a half an hour after Chatzos, early in the day. V'yesh Mufarash and Mincha Ketana, and others understand that this is Mincha Ketana two and a half hours prior to nine and a half hours from the beginning of the day. Two days in the Mechaber, Machlokis Rishonim, Mechaber is not Machriya, whether or not we're talking about Mincha Gedol or Mincha Ketana, and therefore the Mishnabur and other posts can say, Yesh Makam Lahakel, there's Makam Lahakel to rely on the lenient opinion that it's Mincha Ketana, but nonetheless, Afal Pichet, it would seem to merge quite clearly that come the time of Mincha Ketana, one is prohibited from doing any work, any Malach. Mishnabura says prakamachya shari, doing some form of business is permitted, and other types of light work are prohibited, but fundamentally speaking, work and business should stop at two and a half hours prior to Tseisa Kachav. The Archa Shulchan and the Mishnabura both note and ask the following question, how come nobody is following that halacha? Archa Shulchan, Simen Reishon, and Alf, Veshes, Palei, Ma'ashe B'zmaneinu, E'na Balei Melachos, Mevatlam, Mimelachdam, Al-Karv we don't see this, nobody's stopping to do work two and a half hours prior to Tzesach HaKachavim, prior to nightfall. We rush and we finish all of our work and all of our obligations and all of our duties moments prior to Sunday at the Shkia. And never even entertained a thought to protest against people who continue to work past two and a half hours. And therefore, the Rachashokhan suggests four ways to reconcile, four limudes chus on klal Yisrael. Why is it that we're not properly following this halacha? Number one says the Rachashokhan, We struggle with parnas. It's not so easy to make ends meet. And therefore, we are lenient and we allow klal Yisrael to do work up until shkia because of the fact that we really, really need to be able to be successful, we need to make our money, and therefore we permit uh, working until close to shkia. 
Heter number one. Heter number two. Says the Rachel Shulchan. Odi Yishlomer. The Bechoshemish Betzim Shin Lamed Alf Mavur Da Poel Osam Lacha Eitzel Abal Bais At Samach Lashkia. The Halacha is. Financially speaking, in the duties, the obligations, employment law, rules, halachas between employer and employee, the employee is required to work for his balabas, for his employer, until shkia, until sundown. The only person who's prohibited from working on Arab Shabbos two and a half hours prior to Tzaysa Kochavim would be the boss, would be the balabas, the majority of Jews are employees and not employers, and therefore that's the reason that we see Kalal Yisrael, Jews in every vicinity and constituency, in every land and every continent, that do work up until Shkia. That's reconciliation number two of the Arach HaShulchan. Limut Tzchus number three says the Arach HaShulchan, Rosh Hashanah, Dehne Mosim, we're not starting new work at two and a half hours prior to nightfall, but rather we're continuing finishing a job. And therefore, there's more leniency in that respect. Number four, finally, the whole purpose, point of stopping to do work at Mincha Gedola, or the way we pass in Mincha Ketana, is in order that we can prepare for Shabbos. And now, women, Baruch Hashem, are home, they're able to take care of their needs, and therefore, their husbands, spouses are able to go to work and come home right before Shkia. Of course, this is not always the case, and many women are working today. Not so simple. Teachers and beyond. Nonetheless, says there a chashulchan, Kenir l'anius l'dayti, l'lamitzchus v'hayare l'kimyase ketakanas chacham v'tolom. This is the only four ways that I could attempt to explain and to reconcile and to mimelamitzchus and why it is that the majority of Jews are not fulfilling that which is a dina de gemara, a mishnah mefreshes and psachem, a psach halach of the two of the beisels of shulchan aruch and gedolei achronim. Thus, it explains there are the four reasons why we don't necessarily follow and are able to fulfill this halacha. Indeed, the Mishnah Bura himself also asks this question. In the Sharatzian Simon Reishnon Vav, Sifkandam Bey says the Chavitzchaim Bavonoseinu Harabim, due to our sins, Nispashe Tamini become Makomosh Osinat Samach Lashkia. The same problem that the Archa Shulchan had, Mishnah Bura several years later noted that already a hundred years ago or so we're talking about, that our avonos did not allow us to fulfill the halacha as the Mishnah requires, as is Paskin and Shulchan Aruch, and people continue to work up in Lushkia. Like the Archa Shulchan's first reconciliation explains the Docha Kaparnasa, we need to be able to be mehader and mehane Shabbos. Maybe it's a little bit different than that which the Mishnah Bura and the Aruch HaShulchan say, but because it's a dinin covered Shabbos, Kalalisa want to make Mamorni in order to be mechaber as a Shabbos. Vizeh lonucha limchos biyadum. We can't protest against this because they want to be mechaber Shabbos and if you want to be mechaber Shabbos properly, you have to work until Shkia. Every penny, every grush, every dollar makes a difference and therefore to buy the chalant and the schnitzel. And all of the delicacies, the candies and the nuts of Shabbos, one is required to work up until Shabbos. That's what the Mishnah Bura says in Simon Reishon, Vav, Sharatzi, and Beis. Mishnah Bura also says earlier in Simon Reishon, Aleph, that there's another reason why we can't stop Klausa and why we have not been successful, and that is also like the Aruch HaShulchan said, because the halacha is that employees are required to work up until Shkia, and because most of us are employees, thus, 
it's impossible to stop working earlier. Poel Hanisker it's a balabayis, says the Mishnah Bura, Simon Rashon and Alf Sivkat and Gimel. Isa b'choshem mishpat Simon Shinla Maralaf Dizmanu who samach lishkiyas achama, and therefore all you need is the most basic amount of time to get home in order to do your work. And explains the Mishnah Bura and the Aruch Hashulchan why it is that we're unable to fulfill the halach according to the letter of the law. Now we begin to understand what it is. The Rabbi Salvech Kubiakov Kamnetsky said that we really don't keep the halachas of our Shabbos. Really, we keep keep Shabbos and we keep it well. And we always try to be Mizares and Mehana and Mechabed. Shabbos more more Shamar V'zachar B'dibur Echa Nemru. But the halachas of Erev Shabbos here, at least even in this Psak halacha, we struggle to continue even though we have a very good reason not to. Magan Avram recognized this challenge earlier and he said, okay, it's true, we can't stop Klal Yisrael. And all of these are good reasons why we are not working and we are working up until Shkia. But maybe an hour before, says the Magan Avram, maybe an hour before we could encourage Klal Yisrael to stop working. Simon Reish. Nun, Reish uh, Memalav says, Reish Nunvav says the Malgin Avram, Lefachos Shah Kitan, at least an hour before. Maybe Klali Yisrael will stop working. The Machetes Hashakel explains that we can't enforce two and a half hours before. Therefore, Yesh Lomar Shabachar Harab Miyuto, Sheyafshel Lahanegat Sibul Levatel Darkam Asher Higalno Asatzim. We become so accustomed to working Friday afternoon up until Shkia, at least encourage them an hour before. So therefore, they are chashulcha, the Mishnah say, there's nothing we can do, we're stuck, let people continue working up until Shkia. But the Magin of Ram understands, well, maybe we could try at least an hour before. So therefore, we have to note, recognize, and appreciate coming into Shabbos, is not just making sure to light the candles or to make minchan time, but to come into Shabbos relaxed, calm, prepared, and indeed, and we find that the Shulchan Aruch not only requires this, but the Shulchan Aruch, based upon the Gemara, Gemara Mesachas Psachim and Gemara Mesachas Shabbos, tell us that there was historically a way that this was encouraged and even executed, and those were the shofar. The shofar was blown, says the Gemara, six times, and it's Paskin and Shulchan Aruch, that Kalal Yisrael would hear the shofar blown six times and that would be the way we would know to stop doing our work. The first shofar blowing would be actually at Mincha Gedola and all the agricultural individuals would come in from the fields and would stop working. And then at Mincha Kitano all the stores would close and the shops would close and finally right before candlelighting at Shkia the shofar would sound again and everybody would rush and be prepared for Shabbos. However, the Mechaber says in Simon Reish Nun Vav this is all a long time ago. Kishahoyu Yisrael B'Yeshuvah This was when Klal Yisrael was in its state of glory in Eretz Yisrael when time were good. But unfortunately, today we no longer do this. There's only be Yeshuvah. What changed? And why are we unable still to blow the shofar today in Erev Shabbos? Maybe that would be a way to stop Klali so to slowly prepare from Chatzos, from Mincha Gedola to Mincha Ketana. The Kafachayim explains in Simon Reish and Vav that the Pshar and the is like this. Certainly, one may do so. Blow shofar in the city that you live in. Rav Chaim Sofer, Yaakov Sofer, 
author of the Kafa Chaim was living in Baghdad. So he says, you want to blow the shofar in the city that of your dwelling, of your abode, certainly by all means you should do so. Rishoy Lassos, El Demashin Isbatil, why was it abolished? Why did it stop the custom to blow the shofar? As the Gemara explains, Pnei Hagayim. We were scared of the Gayim. It was dangerous. It was potentially harmful if we would start blowing the shofar Friday afternoon of Shabbos six times. Times of change, Baruch Hashem, there's calm, lack of anti-Semitism, lack of danger, and the threats don't exist, and therefore it's Kedai to go back to the old custom. Whether or not that's contemporarily true, of course, is subject to debate. Maybe it depends where you live, the time you live, when you live, and this is an independent discussion. Do we base certain things that we do based upon the times, where we live, how we live, why we live, but certainly in certain communities in the Chutzlarts, indeed this is what happens. And then the Kafachaim explains why are we any worse than the following. He's talking about a church bell. The Mikashkesh that rings, the Nishmal Emerachok, that you could hear very, very far. Why should we be any worse? Why are we any different? Then why should the bells of the church be ringing? And the Tkir Shofar of Erev Shabbos And therefore explains the Kafachaim, we should indeed do so. And therefore, as noted, there are communities that continue to do this, and of course in Yerushalayim, Yerakodesh, and in other cities around Eretz Yisrael, you will hear no longer the shofar, but you will hear a siren. Tzfiras Shabbos, it's called. And in cities, communities throughout Eretz Yisrael, starting 40 minutes prior to Shkia Sachamu, which is the custom of Yerushalayim amongst many, others have a half an hour, the shofar would blow, and now instead it's the siren that blows to prepare. Often with the siren comes Nigunim of Shabbos, and tunes of Shabbos, songs of Shabbos, to be Ma'orah, to be Mechazek, and to warn Klali so that that's the right thing to do. Could be another reason, besides the Kafachaim's Pshat, why the custom of the shofar and the siren may have gone by the wayside, is because now we have watches, clocks, apps, manam charts, and the like, Maybe those are sufficient in terms of preparing us properly in order to prepare for Shabbos. But nonetheless, the shofar of old, the siren of old, or contemporary siren, are all possibilities that exist in order to be mekayim this halach. And indeed, of course, it jives. Simen reishnun alf and simen reishnun vav. When was it that the shofar would be blown and when are the sirens blown? Mencha gedol, mencha ketana. It would start at six and a half hours into the day, half an hour after chatos. That was the mencha gedol, the siren. Then the Katana siren two and a half hours prior to but as described by the Mishnah Brura and the Mugin of Ram, because this is a challenge today, the early hours to stop working, we already start hearing the shofar and the contemporary sirens at a much later date. However, the Ramah, Simon Reish Nunvav, commenting on the Machabra, says, Like the Mugin of Ram, the Ramah already proceeds and notes that in certain holy communities today, half an hour or an hour prior, Prior to Shabbos, Shemachris Shliach Tzibur. The Shliach Tzibur would call out Lachinatzmel Shabbos. Vubemakom Hatkios beYemei Mechenroy Linug Bechol Makom. It was a shofar. Some places had a siren, but the Ramah says there's another thing that could be done if you're not going to blow the shofar, and that's called the Shliach Tzibur. There'd be a job somebody specific would believe. 
would be responsible and would be called upon to announce and to tell people that this is what should be done. Be careful, Shabbos is coming, says the Mishnah And the Mishnah commenting on the Ramah says, It's impossible for just one individual to call out and to scream and to yell, Shabbos, Shabbos. What should be done? There should be a volunteer corps. There should be people volunteering, walking the city streets, volunteering and switching off from week to week in Shabbos to Shabbos in order to prepare and to tell the people Shabbos is coming. And indeed we find that says the Mishnah Brewer that in many great cities, pre-war Europe, this is what happened. That are established in order to make sure that Shabbos and Shmirah Shabbos is happening. Praise worthy to those who are involved in that holy work. Take a look at the Sharatzion, who sources and explains the Chavetz Chaim why this is such a wonderful mitzvah and why this is so terrific. So we've moved from the shofar. We see that it went to a volunteer corps or a siren, and indeed the purpose, the point is to make sure that we're not simply rushing into Shabbos, but at least two and a half hours before, maybe an hour before, we'll be able to do this. But says the Archa Shulchan, commenting the Ramah, Simeration and Vav, it's still a problem. Due to our sins, what do we do? We dive in Marv later. We think that it's a wonderful thing to dive in later. But says the Mishnah Brura that it's an impossibility because if you dive in Marv too late, people are going to mistakenly assume that Shabbos starts when it's time for Marv and therefore says the Archa Shulchan the best thing to do is to dive in Marv earlier because if you dive in Marv earlier people come to Mincha earlier if they come to Mincha earlier they'll stop working earlier so says the Archa Shulchan what should be done we send a special person to send people away from the market you always forget last minute I forgot the garlic I forgot the onions I need some salad I forgot the meat and the chicken and the schnitzel something happens close the stores earlier be prepared earlier Shabbos Kodesh and therefore be careful, says the Aruch HaSholchan, as does the Chafetz Chaim, to be cautious, careful, and recognize the time of Shabbos, when Shabbos comes, and make sure to do it properly. Thus, what emerges, both from Simonim Reish Nonalaf, as well as Simon Reish and Vav, is that Shabbos requires entrance in a proper way. One should be prepared, as the Gemara in Mesechah's Tainus quotes from Yehuda Rabbi Biloi, that it would be Yoshev Umamten, he would wait in order to see Shabbos coming. As the great Mikubalim of Tzvas, who initiated the originators of Kabbalah Shabbos, would walk to the fields in order to greet Shabbos, because that's Shabbos Malkas, a Kabbalah Shabbos. We're going to greet Shabbos. We're not going to allow Shabbos just to enter, and us ipso facto being forced to be Mikabal Shabbos because the clock strikes. The the time of Shabbos. But the purpose and the point of the halachas of Erev Shabbos is to put us in the mindset, to put us in the frame of mind, to allow us to be spiritually, physically, emotionally attuned for Shabbos. 
and therefore stopping to work earlier is certainly a halacha that's critically important, but although it's difficult and impossible for many to stop working by chatzos, by midday, by mincha gadol or even mincha ketana, as Rabbi Kamenetsky and Rabbi Salvechik explained that we're unable to fulfill this halacha properly. And certainly in the winter Shabbosim, it's more difficult, more complicated, and harder and harder to do so. But let us at least appreciate to come, to make it to Mincha in time, to make it to Kabbalah Shabbos in time, to put us in the time frame to prepare as much as we can on Thursday and Thursday night and Friday morning early as the weeks of the winter Shabbosim arrive and Shabbos gets earlier and earlier. The way to keep Shabbos properly is always in the hachana, And the hachana in this context means the halachas of Erev Shabbos. If we're able to do so, then we are really preparing for the greatest meeting. The meeting of Yom Shekulo Shabbos, the day that's so special, that's so unique, that we pine and wait for every single day. Hayom Yom Rishon L'Shabbos, Hayom Yom Sheni L'Shabbos. B'siyat HaDashmai, we should be zochah to be mekabel Shabbos and to be mechabed Shabbos. And if in doing so, we are thus being fulfilling the great way of recognizing and acknowledging that Kaddosh Baruch Hu is the Melech Malchi Amlachim HaKadosh Baruch Hu wishing everybody a wonderful day and a terrific Shabbos.